Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Like, do something different. Change your yeah. Sup, you cool cats and kittens. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Gargoyles and gargets. Hey. Okay, all right. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Change it, change, change it up, change it up. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Why? Do you do the same thing every time. I don't think it's a problem. No, I think it is. All those in favor of changing up the intro for no reason other than Scotty's whim. I we have an intro? <laughs> we have an intro. Just you do the same thing. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Like, just have a different attitude about it. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the Dyson 20. My name is Noah, and it's what's been a the rough point? Week. It's been, yeah, you're like Eeyore point? now. I like this. So now you're actually yourself. Every NPC is just super depressing. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna so Amara, we're uh, we're gonna go here deliver these eggs. She's like, why? Uh, why? I don't care. Whatever. Okay, how do we get there? Who knows? Starting in three, two. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good dude. enough for you. Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> just kidding. We'll start. In There's a little bit of a pause there. I'm just like, oh damn, he's actually he's thinking doing about it. Hi <laughs> <laughs> there, boys and girls. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Dabble Dob Doppet, the Gnome Wizard. Dabble Dob, how is it going, my dude? It's uh, it's going pretty good. I'm uh, drinking in the game and drinking in real life, so we're everything's peachy. What, what are you What are you drinking so uh, early in the morning? Uh, it's a paralyzer, oh. but uh, you add like banana liqueur, so we call it a banana lizer. It's hot. It Boo. is. Yeah. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> it's actually really good. It gets you. It gets your day started right. Okay, fantastic. Uh, we're also joined by Gragrock the Warforged. Gragrock, how's it going, my friend? Great. Good stuff. Great. Good to hear. You're not a tiger. No. <laughs> well, we're doing jobs for Tony the Tigre. So. We're also joined by Fievel Mausentrov, the Mouse Folk Beastmaster. Fievel, how is it going, my dude? Not too bad. You know, kind of rough that I got chased out of the city and stuff, but it's okay. I'll recover. Unlike that small family business you destroyed. <laughs> they had it coming. Financially Their prices recovered. were way too high. <laughs> Yeah, don't turn this into a crusade against the small family business. This was... <laughs> I don't think it was targeted, Fievel. We're, we're, we're also joined by Tyson McKay, the Planeswalker extraordinaire. Tyson, how is it going, my Planeswalker friend? This is the best I've felt in weeks, Noah, because I'm finally wanted again. People want to put me in chains. It's where I belong. It's where I belong. That's where you spent three quarters of season two. And half of season one. Um, Just thrives off of it. <laughs> really gets me going. Guy loves shackles. It's great to hear that you feel wanted. That's fantastic. Though, though not what I was intending when uh, when last episode went down. Well, that's just it, ladies and gentlemen. We're back with the day C20, and we're going to get started, as always, with a recap of last episode. Who wants to do it for a toasty? You didn't even know what the XP was. You what, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You just it's on, love, love on the line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting real close. Um, to how, how, how close are you? 1,650. I'll, oh, do, oh. I'll do 200 experience points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 
them. All right. A recap worth 200 experience points. Um, we'll, we'll be able to destroy the shop. We'll do uh, a toasty 600. That puts you a thousand away, right? Okay. Okay. Okay, we uh, started outside the Sour Shark, I believe, or in the alley just nearby. We decided to go to see Alistair so I could get some sweet, sweet mods, and en route caused a disturbance in the town. Mm-hmm. One that uh, now has our, our wanted posters hanging around town because we like to burn all our bridges and never return to places we've been before. Got to a fight with the guards, tunneled underground, made it to Alistair's, destroyed Flower Cart Lady's cart. I made um, another one. Fake, but I made another yeah. one. <laughs> 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 Illusions. <laughs> Basically the same thing. It's like those, those memes where it's, it's like... It's like giving aid to a country in need, and you just the memes like the guy opening the box, like thoughts and prayers. Oh wow, this is useless. <laughs> I gave her a flower car back, an illusion of a flower car. Oh wow, this is useless. <laughs> so yeah, feel bad for flower car girl. Yeah, not and how she wanted to start her day. Probably not. No, mm-hmm. we we made it into the tunnel stairwell secret under the hatch. Double dobs up top chatting it up with uh, Flower Cart Girl and the Illusion, and Fievel tunneled under a small mom-and-pop cookware shop and absolutely obliterated it in his attempt to escape. Yeah, but he then, he then launched himself out of the house itself, destroying the second story, blew off into the distance. As a 16-foot-tall mouse folk does, in Malvista. What a, beautiful, what a beautiful creature. I, I don't like confined spaces. Shoot it down! Shoot it down! <laughs> That's pretty much where we ended it, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Gregrock. Take your 650 experience points. So let's correct, ladies and gentlemen. As Gregrock described, our heroes were in Malvista. Some shenanigans occurred when the people of the city streets kind of took offense to Fievel's large size, just kind of padding his way through the street there. They were throwing rocks and, uh, and other rotten foods at him, kind of caused a disturbance. So that's where we find ourselves. Uh, Dabbledob, you were kind of left out of that whole recap. I'm not sure how you feel about that. That's fine. No, I said he was at the flower cart. Uh, he was chumming it up with the flower cart. He also tried to get us, like, arrested. <laughs> tried to Little help the guards. You know I was actually helping. Little did you know you were actually helping. <laughs> no, no, no. I knew the whole time. Like, I was just disguising myself. Yeah, I throw a little bit of food at you, but pfft, tit for tat. <laughs> what was the tat? Yeah, what? <laughs> no, that, that was the tap. What was the tit? <laughs> you guys kick me when I'm down. I'm little. I'm okay. gonna start. <laughs> I don't think I've ever looked at you. <laughs> I, I didn't realize uh, we had two fievels in the group. You guys, you guys kick me while I'm down. I'm so small. <laughs> Whoa, woe is me. Tiniest violin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you ended up helping them at the end. Yeah. But at the beginning, though, was your intention really to help? It's debatable, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But the way it turned out, I I definitely helped. Fantastic. Well, so that is it. Dabbledob is next to the flower cart girl above Alistair's lair. Greg Rock and Tyson McKay slipped through Fievel's underground tunnel and then into the narrow tunnel uh, stairway leading to Alistair's secret lair. And then we also have Fievel flying off, I believe you said Fievel, towards... The west, though, I, I could be incorrect. Last time we chatted. Yeah, just whatever way Chomper's flying in, so I can kind of, like, meet him. 
on his flight oh, home. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So you, yes, you are flying west. And and last last we left off with you, Fievel. You know that that just gets you headed over open ocean. Is this a journey that you want to be heading on right now? I think I'll just like chill in the the harbor area. Try not to make too much ruckus down there. I mean, I'm wanted now, but I don't really want to kill people. Not in the mood. So, sorry, you're gonna hang out in the harbor. So. You're going to fly down to, like, the docks and hang out there. Yeah, you know, maybe a couple more guards will fight over me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think after the occurrence in the upper parts of the city, I would say, and I could be wrong here, maybe I'll leave it up to you guys, I'd say almost all of Malvis is probably going to be against you at this point, big guy. Now, hold Fine. on. I'll kill them all. <laughs> are you telling me there's not a small band of rebels who are like, yeah, go... Stick it to the guards. Fuck the system. <laughs> I love the most God. Yeah, what are they, they going to do? Uh, they're just going to cheer gonna band from together. <laughs> they're just going to cheer from the shadows. Yeah, I mean, I guess there could be some people in the city who would be pro what Fievel did. Whether so not, not they... everybody hates us. No, but not everyone in the city was there watching what occurred. There's no, only a select number of people. Come on. A city like that, not much is really going on. I think a good amount is going, yeah, on. Lots they going on. They don't have TV or, or Twitter or nothing like that. You know, like they little do you know, quickly. they have little birds that fly around and <laughs> deliver messages to everyone. everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, if you have, I mean, look, you're more than welcome to hang out at the docks. I'm just not sure that's going to go how you think it's going to go. I, I'll blend in. I'll just pretend I'm a big boat. You will Moo. Not blend in. <laughs> 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 Alright, maybe... My, my, my friend, you don't look like a boat, you know? Because <laughs> he's not. Very a... clearly a huge rat. Can I roll and maybe I can try? To look like a boat? Yeah. <laughs> look, I mean, I'll follow this for as long as you want to do this, but I'm, I don't see any series of rolls or checks that we make that ends up making you look like a boat. They'll be like, oh shit, it's a fucking boat. And they start hopping on me. <laughs> Is that what they'll say when they see a, a rat floating on its back in the harbor of the city? Like a dead rat. It smells so bad. Get it out of here. It's, it's a beached whale carcass <laughs> that's grown fur. It'll feed us for weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, Fievel, you, you, you destroyed a whole house in Malvisa by ripping up through the floorboards, jumping out of it, and then flying away. Hanging out anywhere in Malvisa could pose a, a risk to you at this point, I think. I think you need to know that. Okay. Can I just fly to, like, an open field in the surrounding area and just kind of chill and find some just animals? Graze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you're more than welcome to do so, if you'd like. Um, you can head directly east of Malvista. Uh, you can head north. Uh, the, the, the forests there are slightly less dense, uh, so there's more room to move between the trees, and you could head south as well, so whichever, whichever direction you prefer. Uh, let's go north. All right. Space. Uh, so how, how far are you flying north, Fievel? Are you going, like, 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 how far outside the city would you like to be? Until my wings can't flap no more. Oh, you could fly for, like, a day. <laughs> Probably, right? <laughs> You're going to have to come back at some point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just I'll fly for like probably five ten minutes outside the city and then just chill the, the forest there. We're we're going south with the eggs. Go south. God, all right, south. No, but we're gonna teleport there. Oh God. Okay, so south or north, Fievel? South, south north. That's not a direction. Yeah, the... That's just staying where you are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just hovering above the city. 
Yeah, I'll just I'll go south. Just fly south for ten minutes and just kind of land in whatever area that is. Okay, Fievel. Uh, so you a small land boy. in a lightly wooded. <laughs> you land in a in a slightly wooded area. Okay, you can see the sea from here. You're kind of perched up on a cliffside that kind of overlooks the ocean, but there's forest here and enough space for your large mouse folk body to to make its way through the trees. You do notice that you got you know a couple of arrows sticking out of you from your, from your escape. Uh, so however you want to deal with those, you're more than welcome to. Any animals yeah, around? It makes it look tough. <laughs> Sorry, are there any animals around? Uh, yeah, yes, okay. there are birds in the trees. All right, maybe I'll do some speak with animals and get them to pull these out for me. Okay, um, yeah. It's a, I can't use one of your 17 hands to pull it out? <laughs> it's also it's a robin. Um, it's quite a small bird. Um, get in there. Yeah, I mean, I'm more than happy to, to roll this out again with you, but I'm just not sure you're picking the right animal for the job. Hey, you... Yeah, you with the face. Okay, so speak with animals. Is this is this not a ritual spell? Like, or is it just instantaneous? This is his ritual. <laughs> hey, you, you with, you the, with face. the face. <laughs> I'm just wondering how long it takes for you to cast the speak with animals spell. Let me tell you. I'm pretty sure with my beast beastmaster, like it's it's like a improved version as I leveled up. So I think I don't think it takes long. If it does take time. It takes it takes five minutes, but I'll just skip that and take the arrows out myself. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Sophia, you take the arrows out, and you're once again reminded of the cruelty of humankind. Just their absolute, unrelenting harshness towards the mouse folk. Yeah, they're the ones that burnt down the Ramuski tribe. I remember. He does. He does remember that. Okay, so we're <laughs> moving things along. Okay, well, you're gonna you're gonna hang out in the in the forest here. Yep. Gotcha. Anything you'd like to do with your, your little bit of downtime here? Uh, I'll just just take out my giant great sword and cut down some trees with it. You know, use harness's <laughs> power. Okay. Uh, so Fievel, a beastmaster turned woodsman, is now <laughs> cutting down trees in the forest with an ancient magical greatsword. Um, the bl- he's the a lumberjack seem- and he's okay. <laughs> Plus 100 experience points <laughs> for absolutely no fucking reason. Okay. Um, so Fievel, the, the, the moonlight greatsword has that pale greenish blue ore to the, uh, to the actual blade of the weapon, and as you swing it through the air, it makes like a fine whistling sound and, like, evenly chops trees very cleanly in half, felling them in the forest. I say, screw you, humans. Have fun building shit without your trees. Okay, as you cut down the trees, the robin and its nest are devoid of a home now, as the tree crashes to the ground and the nest falls to the dirt. Fucking free eggs. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you chose the wrong area. Malvista, ugly. Real ugly place. You know, you're better off going farther south. Okay, so the robin looks at you, and then just distraught looks at the cracked eggs that are on the ground as you just shattered its whole reason for existence. I I sit on them to keep them warm. The eggs are crushed already, but now they're just crushed, and the yolks of them are matted into your fur. (laughs) (laughs) One other thing adding to the stench of Fievel. Why don't you go towards the ocean and, like, have a bath? (laughs) Yeah, filthy rodent. <laughs> Sir, there's no time. You're once again reminded of the cruelty of <laughs> and gnomes as well. Pretty much every humanoid race, aside from the mouse folk. 
you know, that's that's it. I'll I'll sit on the squashed eggs there, and I'll just chillax, and you know. That's, no, that's you're all. right. I, I I do know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, for the riveting gameplay, please, please do take 100 experience points. Uh, and we're moving things right along to Dabbledob. Dabbledob, you uh, had cast Minor Illusion over top of the trap door, mm-hmm. um, hiding the trap door from sight of the guards, and, and thereby kind of completing your, your partners, your friends, your companions' escape yeah. um, from the town guard. What is it that you would like to do now? I'm just going to keep chatting, honestly. Gotcha. So you're just hanging out with the flower cart girl. Yeah. Create yeah. a bond. You know, create a better relationship. Actually, I want to ask her how much a new uh, flower car will cost. A new cart? Um, I don't know, probably 50 silver pieces. Holy that's shit. It. That's it? <laughs> um, I'll give her, I'll give her 50 gold. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. You're a baller, eh? Yeah, I am a baller. She never has she to work with a flower cart again. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, really, it's too much. You, you shouldn't take. You shouldn't give me all this. No, no, no. My asshole friends did this, <laughs> so I, I must repay. Okay. Well, she she looks to you and she says, "Thank you. Your kindness is out of this world." I know. <laughs> I just smile. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you and the flower car girl are just going to hang out off. top. We're hitting okay. it off. Good stuff. You guys are chatting. And we're going to move things along to uh, our good friends, Tyson McKay and Greg Rock. You guys are in the stairwell underneath uh, the house above that leads to Alistair's lair. Uh, what is it that you would like to do? Wow, I'm a human. I sure hate mouse folk. <laughs> I hate you. Let's <laughs> have experience points, Tyson. Glad I burned that city down, our village now. <laughs> oh my god. So that's why Tyson's here, just to just to yeah, that's the fuck with Fievel. That's the plot twist. I'm actually yeah. a bad guy fucking with Fievel the whole time. <laughs> I don't know how, how much of a plot twist that would be. You're already a bad guy, and everyone knows it. Keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. I'm the mayor of the town that burned his village to the ground. You're not. It wasn't Ryberry, and you're not the mayor of that town anyways. I hear a so, lot of lies coming out of your mouth, Noah. Yeah. You weren't elected. You, you you weren't appointed. It's called a yeah. dictatorship. <laughs> no, no. Well, you didn't take control of the military of the town either. You just proclaimed that you were mayor. Everyone said you weren't. Then you walked around saying you were still. Well, and when word gets back stopped. to Ryberry, they'll be like, oh, our mayor is Tyson. You're right. No, they voted a new one. I'll kill him. They also, they also have a small council. Teleport. We're going to Ryberry. <laughs> <laughs> This is a situation that needs to be rectified immediately. <laughs> Fuck what, what, what we're doing right now. This is the most important thing. Um, okay, I'm gonna go knock on the door. Okay, so you go to knock on Alistair's door, and moments go by without an answer. Do the secret Breaking knock. Down. Yeah, I do the secret knock. What is the secret knock? The secret Warforge knock. Okay. That all the Warforge people know. Yeah, you're gonna have to explain it to me, or describe it to me, or do it, so... It's just... It's a, it's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret. It's a secret. Nobody, nobody can know. Wait, wait. Well, I need to know, but you know it. Knock, knock. Knock. Right, but you haven't knock, been knock. around Warforged in a while. There's a chance we, you don't know the knock. I saw... Also, you're like four weeks ago. It's not like you're an underground criminal. So do Warforged tour criminals know it, or do Warforged tour in the infantry know it? And then why would an infantry Warforged know a knock that's secret? Because we were once ruled by... The, the hobgoblins who made us, so we developed secret codes. Why would you develop a secret code? So that, you know, if we were doing some 
some illicit trading in the back room of stuff that the hobgoblins didn't know about, we you know we could do the secret knock and then they'd know it's safe to open the door. Yeah, I mean you guys are pretty uh, you guys are pretty single-minded soldiers. At least when you're when you're in the service of those hobgoblins, I'm not sure how much secret illicit shit you're doing. I say, wait, Gregrock, I know the password. I walk up to the door and I cast pass wall on the door. Oh, <laughs> I'm scared not gonna like this. Oh man! And okay, this is so why I'm chatting with the Farquhar girl. <laughs> okay, so Tyson McKay, you cast pass wall on the steel door uh, that lies between you and Alistair's lair. The door dissolves, disappearing and allowing you to walk freely through it. But uh, it like disappears, like we can see in. Yeah, pass wall means it removes that. that yeah, okay, he's so naked. Look in. Is he in there? Yeah, he is behind his desk. Upon seeing that the door has been removed forcibly, well, I mean, easily, with magic, uh, Alistair flips his large desk up as if to protect himself from incoming fire, and a small mechanical piece rises up out of his shoulder. It begins to fire projectiles towards the opening in the, in the, in the door where you guys oh rest. My oh, my God. I duck behind, After the, he I duck behind these, the wall. These projectiles, we're going to be rolling for combat, my friends. Jesus. Uh, okay, uh, the first is a miss yeah. towards Tyson McKay. The second one is a 15 plus 4, which is absolutely a hit due to Tyson McKay's AC. We're going to be dealing these projectile dart damage. We're going to be doing 5, 6, 7, 8 damage. So Tyson McKay, a 7-inch metal spike that is quite finely tipped, pierces into your left shoulder, embedding oh. itself in your arm. And he says there's no guns in this world. It's a projectile. It's a fucking dart gun. <laughs> yeah, he uses the same, same mechanics as a as a crossbow. I said, Greg Rock, I thought he was friendly. Well, so did I, but, you know, I don't think he takes kindly to people barging in. Yeah. That was a secret um, knock. <laughs> the secret <laughs> knock was taking a pit into the shoulder. Okay, we are going to... It's very close to a pit actually. <laughs> um, uh, so we're going to be rolling initiatives. Alistair with a 16... Before this happens, can I try to talk to this guy? Gonna... Yeah, you can Alice... roll the initiatives and then oh, you can okay. spend your turn trying to talk. I got a 19. That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> what you got there, man? No, it's like, I, I rolled 10 twice. Plus my thing, yeah, so it's like a 15. Gotcha, okay, so Tyson McKay will be going first. Hey, I, I cast uh, Maximilian's Earthen Grasp on him. Okay, so he has to roll a strength saving throw? Yeah. Alistair's going to have an 18 plus his strength, meaning he's got yeah. a 21. Yeah, eight. yeah, he beat it. Okay, gotcha. So he is not held in place by Maximilian's Earth and Grasp. Anything else you'd like to do in your turn, Tyson McKay? Well, he takes a 1d6. Nice. So he takes five. <laughs> we want this guy on our side. Not, <laughs> not hurt. Okay, he takes five damage. Anything else Listen, you'd like to do in your turn, Tyson? I could have casted Fireball at him. I was trying to restrain him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to move to the kind of behind some cover. Yeah, you're in a straight hallway, my friend. Is it not? Is the door the width of the hallway? Is it not wider than the door? So like, yeah, because we're I can go inside in. the door, right? So you Small can, like, narrow hallway door. Is there same is there cover the inside the hallway? Okay. Is there cover inside? Yeah, you yeah. can go to the other side of the desk that he flipped over. <laughs> the but then there's there's nothing. There's nothing else in this room. Along the edges of the walls, there's crates and and chests. Oh. Yeah, I go to one of the crates. I run in and go to the crate. Okay, so you run. Five feet inside, and to your right, there's a crate. And I hide behind it. Yeah, it's pushed up against the wall. Oh, my The crates God. are lining the outside of the room. What kind of monster? A smart, a smart one. <laughs> a fence. A guy, a guy who deals in illicit objects and materials. Okay, I guess I just go to the, the side of the wall. 
Okay, so Tristan, okay, you're at the side of the wall. That's it. That's my turn. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Alistair's going to launch two more projectiles at you. Uh, we have a 13, 14, 16. 16 plus anything, or? No, 16 total. AC is 16. So it matches, it hits. And the next one is a 16 as well. 13 plus 3. Uh, so Tyson McKay, two more pitons. These projectile darts launch out of Alistair's shoulder a mechanical contraption that looks similar to a crossbow, just a little bit smaller. And Tyson McKay, one is going to pierce your right thigh, and the other one is going to pierce your abdomen on your left side. Don't need it. You're going to be taking 7, 8, 9, 10 damage on the first piton into your thigh. Mm-hmm. And 4, and five, then. Six, 7... And seven damage <laughs> into your abdomen. And uh, then these these stay where they are in your body. And now that you have one in your leg, that's a projectile that's stuck there. Your movement ske- speed is going to be reduced to half. Wow, only twenty, eh? Good thing it's a sh- small room that you're battling in. <laughs> now this isn't no. a battle. Winner. God damn it! <laughs> I was just going to talk to the guy. <laughs> Oh. Well, you should have rolled better. Yeah, <laughs> battle failed me on this one. <laughs> Alistair is going to stay put where he is, behind the desk. He's behind three-quarter cover. Is it my turn now? Correct. <laughs> I'm going to show my hands <laughs> so that he knows I'm not wielding weapons. Mm-hmm. Come in peace. I'm going to say, Alistair, it's it's me, Dragrock. Come in peace. <laughs> Sorry for the intrusion. Intrusion? You fucking walk through my door. Yeah, sorry, it's we, we kind of ran into some trouble on the street, so we didn't want to wait in the hallway too long. And he didn't answer the door. I don't know what yeah. boundaries are. Oh, sorry, I'm not at your fucking beck and call. Didn't answer the door right away. This is my fault that you're in trouble outside? And what, you thought to bring the guards right to my fucking door? It's being handled. Is it being handled? Is it Greg Rock? <laughs> it doesn't sure like it look like it's fucking being handled right now. You got some human fuck standing at the side of my room. I'm bleeding. Good. I'd be bleeding to fucking death. Wow. Me too. Fuck That's them. the attitude. That's why I love this guy. Test, testy Warforge as I pull out a pitten. He launches another piton at you, and a 17, it pierces your body. Not you, bro. Oh, it's going my towards. God. I'd rather it shoot at me. God. You're going to take 11 damage as it pierces your chest. Do it again, Alistair, big boy. Came... See what fucking happens. Oh, God. We came to do business. He launches it again. Oh, my God. This time with a 14, it misses and strikes the wall. Okay, I, I cast harm on him. Okay, what does harm do? I don't even care. Fight it. It does, does 14d6 necrotic damage. You better fucking behave. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, quick question. I mean, this is kind of a sideline bit, so we can figure this out. Necrotic damage, do you think it hurts Warforged as much as it hurts everyone else? No. I can cast no, Immolation no, instead, if that makes it easier for now. No, it's okay. We can we can we can do it if you want to. Um, Could cast tsunami finally. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Do it. So well, uh, we're not friends with Ali anymore. I guess not. Yeah. Well, if he'd stop shooting me. <laughs> well, maybe if you acted like a good boy. <laughs> I didn't even say anything the first time he shot me. This like after the fight. Yeah, yeah you just like, provoked him on the second time. So, yeah. so. You broke into his lair. You think he's not gonna just blindly fire from the hip? A, B. Fire um, him from the shoulder. Some. You haven't even seen his hip cannon. <laughs> <laughs> just this mechanical thing just comes up. Boom! 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 <laughs> Uh, regardless, yeah, no, I think we're gonna it's go with uh, Warforged can take necrotic damage. They have a life essence, which means that they're technically alive to a certain extent. It 
in their form, it can either be resistance or it can do like rusting and corrosion damage to them, like sucking away the life essence inside them, right? Okay, group vote. Do you want me to use it or not? Kill him! I don't care what you do, I'm not there. I'd prefer we just put down our weapons and talk this over. <laughs> says the weapons master. <laughs> can can I, I know it's serious. palpable. Can I cast a wall of stone then in front of me to like stop him from shooting at me? Sure. So Tyson McKay, you cast wall of stone. So a uh, stone wall erupts from the ground uh, and reaches the ceiling, kind of creating a barrier between you and Alistair. You hear cool. muttering from behind the, the table that was flipped over. I start pulling the pittens out of my fucking body. Okay, so Tyson McKay, uh, I'm not sure how many first aid courses you've taken, but whenever it comes to Six. a projectile, the best false. The, the, best, <laughs> the best practice is typically to leave them in and let them be removed by a professional, but you're just going to start ripping pitons out of your body. Eh? I'm a professional, I'll do it for you. You're chatting with the flower cart girl. <laughs> well, just come out, and I'll, I'll, I'll do it. All right, Tyson, so right. You're, pull, you're pulling them out? Yeah, I'll start pulling them out. One, two, three... Four, you have four in your body. Okay, so Tyson McKay, uh, you pull out the first one from your shoulder. You're going to take Ouch. 1d4 bleeding damage. You take four bleeding damage. For each one. Wow. Yeah, because whenever you For- pull a projectile out, you do more damage to yourself. Yeah, but he pulled out three. You only rolled once. I know, because he only pulled out one so far. I said, we're pulling oh, out the one on your shoulder. Okay. He said, yes, so he pulled out one. You're okay. pulling out the rest? Oh, yeah. Gotcha. All right, that'll be three, two, and two. So seven? Seven damage. Plus the four from the first one, uh, as you pull the pitons out and they clatter to the stone ground. That hurt. Good. Okay. I hope it cool. hurt. Oh my god. Gragrock, talk to him before I have to talk to him. I'll just you're not talking. You're you're yeah. shooting at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my talking. Are, are we done, guys? Can we can we chat like civilized people now? That depends. Is your fucking human friend gonna stop ruining my shop by putting up stone walls? Are you going to stop shooting door? me, dickhead? Yeah, he will if you I haven't fucking you. decided yet. I might still shoot you. <laughs> Damn, right, I'm, I'm just going to go... Are the cha- did, did, didn't he have two chairs yeah, on the other side of the desk? They're knocked over? Okay, I'm going to put it up and sit down in one. Okay, so Alistair kind of looks up from... He has the, the one spectacle yeah. over his amethyst eye. He looks up over the table and looks at you sitting, and he says, All right, well, I want that human fuck gone. I don't know him. You bring random people into my shop and just walk in. My name's Tyson wasn't, McKay, Mayor Ryberry. Well, it wasn't my plan, but uh, circumstances... You can change it out, you can go get me. Dabla was outside with the flower card girl, which we also kind of ruined her thing, but we're fit. <laughs> Sorry, ruined what thing? What? Okay, so you destroy my flower card. Yeah. Right? I paid, uh, yeah, I paid a bit. De- deprive, <laughs> deprive that lovely lady outside of an income, and then also you barrage through my fucking door, hmm? and then insulted me. We will replace the flower card. I should hope so. Certainly not coming out of my pocket. Or you won't be... You, we came here to make you money, not take your money. You know, when people come in to make me money, they typically don't break in as though they're about to, to, to do a fucking heist. Hmm? That's how we roll. Fair. We're not regular people, though. So he looks and he says, I still want him gone. Well, he could just let him wait behind the store and wall for now. No, well, he could be doing anything back there. I'm crying. Could be yanking his cock. Could be getting a spell ready. I don't know what he's fucking doing. All of them most loved. likely yanking his cock with a spell. <laughs> That's how experience points. He's most likely yanking his cock. <laughs> uh, yeah. Remember that that holding grasp or whatever he tried to cast on you? That's probably what he's doing with his cock. Right? <laughs> Tyson, you want to wait in the hallway? <laughs> you can't go out or else the flower cart will be even more compromised. Fine. 
And I go out, and I give him the finger as I close the door. Okay. Uh, Gregorick, you see he's about to loose another piton at him, another projectile at him, and he gives him the finger, but he restrains himself and lets him walk out. Uh, Tyson McKay, when you remove the spell, because when you casted uh, the stone wall, your uh, pass, uh, pass wall spell would have ended, correct? Both concentration... It's probably, not a right? concentration spell. It's a concentration spell. It's a transmutation. It's not a constipation spell. <laughs> it flows freely, let me tell you. It's a transmutation spell. Okay, so Tyson McKay, you walk out, and the door closes behind you. We are now onto just Gragrock and Alistair in the room. Alistair, using his Warforged strength, picks his large oak desk back up, and then places it in place, kind of propping his chair back up as well. He takes a seat, and he says, well, you certainly know how to make an entrance. You know, it's our specialty. Shock and awe. Yeah, shocking, certainly. So what is it I can do for you? Well, as I can see, you've made a number of specialty modifications to your own person. Yeah, of course. I was hoping to potentially get a couple of my own. What are you in the market for? He says his, uh, he seems more interested in this topic of conversation. Well, what, uh, what can you do? What are my options? Well, there's a number of things that a Warforged can do. I mean, back in the day, you used to make modifications for specific kinds of Warforged, right? You know, like, uh, like infantry had arm blades and shield arms. You know, infiltrators had spring-heeled boots and stuff along those lines. Bowmen had shoulder cannons, stuff like that. I can pretty much do anything. As long as you don't mind the improvisational aspect of it. What do you mean by that? Well, I'm not like a master forger, you know what I mean? So, I mean, stuff could work, it could not work super well. But, I mean, it will work. I mean, it's good. It's just, you know, like, sometimes it might not work. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, All right. Well, how uh, how good are you at crafting, uh, what do you call them, shield arms? Shield arms? Pretty simple. Or, Or sword arms? Most simple, yeah. Yeah, sword arm's pretty easy. Should work most of the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, 85% easily. <laughs> hey, I was hoping for more than that. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. It's more, it's, it's more, it's more, it's, I mean, come on, it's a simple, like, latch, like, easy peasy. All right, all Spring right. heel boots, though, I mean, those can go one of two ways, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not much of a jumper, so, uh, I don't... But you don't could be. That. But yeah, exactly. No, uh, the, the the shield arms are, or the with, with the is the shield arm deployable or is it just kind of like fixed? It's deployable. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, you create a fist, you know, tamp down on a, on a little press pad there, and the shield will kind of encircle your arm. Is that just like a basic shield plus one AC or what's? Yeah, plus one. Yeah, unless you got some some rare material I can use to craft it. I have obsidian. What, uh, okay, how much would uh, would a shield, a deployable shield arm go for? Eh, I mean, you did break down my door. I put it back. But we, the, the door but is now, fine. Yeah, I mean, it's fine to you. As, as he's saying this, I'll pick up all the stuff that was on his desk and put it back. <laughs> um, I'd probably do it for 20, but if the material's harder to work, more. And what about a, a sword arm? Almost the same going race, a little bit more expensive, 25. But then, you know, I'd, more expensive the material, the harder the material is, you know, the more effective it is, the harder it is to melt and forge, you know what I mean? So, Ask about a dick implant. 
Dick implants are my favourite. <laughs> I'll do that one for fucking free. <laughs> Dab love. We can have love now. Make love. <laughs> have love. Have love. <laughs> we already yeah, had it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Are you really a swordsman? I mean, I could make you a nice basher, you know? Like just a big fucking club on your fist. I like that idea. Don't swords do more damage than clubs? Depends on the club. Yes, sir. <laughs> Don't you just want to bash someone's head Imagine in? Imagine that. You're running towards an enemy. Your spring heel boots work 50% of the time. You launch into the air. You get your shield up. You got your big, massive fist, and you crash down the ground. Boom, an earthquake explodes. Women orgasm. Your cock is rock hard. You're fucking fantastic. You paint wow. a pretty picture. That is like That's the best sure. picture I've ever imagined. <laughs> Hmm. Someone paint that. <laughs> I would love we should to. animate that. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, um, you can also do a shoulder bow. I've outfitted mine with pitons for climbing. They don't. They don't have as good of a range because obviously they, they, there's no fletchings to keep them straight and true. Yeah. But short range, I mean, you start that. That fucking human is full of holes now. Yeah, what it, yeah, uh, it feels real good. Not gonna lie, I love it. What uh, keep what doing? What does one of those go for? A little bit more expensive. It's around forty. And how many? How many pittons are in a ten typically cartridge? Don't you do like poison darts? Poison darts. Hmm. That would be dope. What's the range on that? Give me the specs. Yeah. So so up to thirty feet with accuracy and up to sixty feet rolling at disadvantage. No, I'm liking the I'm liking the shoulder cannon idea. Yeah, let's get a that. Let's roll with that. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the sound of that. Uh, how efficient are you at modifying that? I'm very proficient at modifying it. Let's do it. How long will that take? Uh, roughly six hours if we start now and we don't stop. Let's get to it. Money up front, please. Money up front. Yeah, of course. Oh, wow. I'm not going to invest six hours. And then let your friend bail through my door, kick my teeth in, then you get the nice shoulder cannon. It's, his foot wouldn't reach your mouth, come on. My hand would. Just from the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm listening the whole time. <laughs> You're pressed it's a, to the it's door. A steel, it's a steel door, it's a pretty muffled conversation. Yeah. That's okay. Um, would only pittons work, or could I load it with darts? And can you, can, you can reload that, right? Yeah, of course yeah, you can, can do that. Yeah. Good, good. Darts, One-time well, use. Darts are smaller. Right? Yeah. Darts are like blowgun shit. Yeah, this is like this is like a piece. These things will like go through like two inches of stone. Mm. Go through like an inch of metal. Go through like six inches of a human's body. Can I put can I put poison coatings on them? Look, I mean whatever you want to tip your dick in, you can do whatever you want, as far as I'm concerned. That's why I love Alistair. But <laughs> darts do not fire out of it. Fair. Okay. Pittons will work. Yeah, the dart will get shot, it'll just be like a be like a cosine, ten sign type of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's always getting mad at me for doing actions and faces on an audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just talking about garbage, yeah, just yeah, waving yeah. his hands around. Oh, shit. I'm in character, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, how about, uh, uh, well, I'll write you a, a note of Mark half now, half when it's completed. I might as well just write the full thing now. I have to go cash the note of Mark. Yeah, oh, no. I'm going with two notes of Mark. 
takes twice the amount of time. Fair. The hot, yeah, you, you the hot banker lady will look down on him. All right, yeah, I'll just write the full note of Mark. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Gragrock. Let's get started. Let's do it. Okay, so Alistair lays out, he kind of has a, a leather-wrapped, rolled pouch of tools, which he unfurls onto the desk, and then uh, using uh, actually hands that are, you, you see as he, as he kind of extends his arms, his fingers begin to kind of uh, split apart, and small tools kind of eject from each of his fingers, which he's going to use to kind of pry off the shoulder pauldron, the, the, the covering of your shoulder plate, uh, and then begin to work down and inside your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's grinding sounds, like like sawing sounds, and then uh, you, you can actually see like small little forceps that he uses to pull metal chunks out of your body and begin replacing them with other parts. Cool. Before I go too far, which shoulder? Left shoulder? Yeah, I mean, his is on the right. It's up to you. I feel like left, because then I could, like, you could fire over the shield and I could still hit with the axe. It's too late. We already started on the right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you motioned to your left shoulder. I'm joking. Be your left shoulder if you so choose. I choose. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I so choose. Uh, for beginning on the endeavor, the irreversible and potentially life-altering endeavor of putting a shoulder cannon onto your shoulder, you're going I'm to receive like, 250 experience points. I'll put two of them. Because I don't have 80 grand. Why <laughs> 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 put two of them? It's like, it's like uh, my brother plays guitar. There's a bunch of guitars. I'm like, dude, that's a really nice guitar. He's like, yeah, well... You can only play one at a time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you can only shoot one shoulder cannon at a time. So you can have both, which is double the ammo, right? But, I mean, you can't shoot them both at the same time. That's bogus. Okay, uh, so Gragrock is currently getting a shoulder bow installed, uh, and this will be your first Warforged component. So uh, upon its completion, we'll, uh, we'll dole something out there, too. Tyson McKay for breaking into Alistair's shop and engaging in a, a, a ranged battle fight with him. I'm going to hand you 150 experience points as well. Nice. One for each pitten. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to cast heal on myself. And, okay, uh, awesome. Basically get all my health back, which is nice. Probably going to just peace out, go up the ladder or whatever, and uh, rejoin my good friend Dabble Knob. Okay, uh, so you head up the ladder and then open the hatch from below. Uh, the hatch obviously passes easily through the illusion of the flower cart that is there, and then you walk up and out of the illusion of the flower cart. I'm inside it. it. Correct. Right now you are inside the illusion of the flower cart. Your feet are just kind of sticking out of the bottom of it. I'm a dandelion. No. Alright, I come out of the illusion. Yeah, I assume Dabblelob's still there. Uh, yes, he is. He's talking to the flower girl. Um, say, hey, what's up? Not much. <laughs> Just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is totally up to you guys. Too. No, I'm, uh... I'm gonna ask your boy, uh... What they're doing down there. Sexy Warforged things. Okay, well, I'm gonna go find out. <laughs> hey, he won't let you in. He'll think you're me. <laughs> Don't disrupt the process. No, 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 they'll let me in. <laughs> I'm in surgery right now, boy. Either way, I'm going down. Okay, fantastic. You head down the ladder below the secret hatch and then through the, the stairwell towards Alistair's lair, his, his metal door. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, I would knock three times. Okay, you hear an exasperated sigh from inside. Like, Ugh. And then you hear the clanking sounds of metal feet moving towards the, the door. The door opens slightly, and Alistair's uh, amethyst eye kind of looks over you, and you see that he's got his uh, his uh, his eyeglass spectacle. So he's on. not looking at me, he's looking like... He looks straight forward and then looks down towards you. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask him, uh, 
May I come in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, this is the most popular club in all of Mal Vista. No, I, I, I realize yeah, that Do you have any other friends you want to invite in? No, no. Yeah, <laughs> yes, please. Make yourself comfortable. Can I get you a drink of some kind? Like, yeah, gross. we're not doing work I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> good. I'm glad that you're good. I'm glad you're okay. Thanks. Okay, Jimmy so. Dabble Dob, let the man work. I, I was just planning on sitting down beside you and reading uh, Ari's notebook. Okay, gotcha. For six so, hours. <laughs> <laughs> so Alistair continues to work on Gragrock's shoulder, and Dabaldab begins to read the coded writings of Ari, uh, the gambler, the ship captain of the Royale, who was left to his death by our team of heroes. <laughs> I should like, not like give not some dead. context to that every time we bring it up. It's very important. <laughs> you can't guilt me, no, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's in the past, we're not changing this now. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to guilt you. I'm just making sure everyone knows, right? I'm a good person in my mind. That is... That's all that matters. Fair, I guess. <laughs> That's all that <laughs> matters, man. What you want. Okay. Am um, I learning anything by reading no. this for six hours? Well, has it, has it been six hours yet? Well, I'm just waiting for the six hours to see so if I'm reading it for about ten minutes, no. <laughs> that does not make any sense to you. It is not in any language you know. The, 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 the it's clips, in common, though. The letters are common, yeah. but they're just scrambled. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Will ya? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I just picture him over there smoking his peace pipe, reading this thing. And just, Eureka! Eureka! <laughs> Shit, no. God <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, no, I thought I had it there. There are letters missing, you notice, from common. Not every single letter in common is on the sheet. Okay. But so I can like I can but I can still make out the word somewhat though, right? No, no, they're all, scrambled. They don't make all sense. All the letters in common, not all letters or glyphs are represented. Damn, this is gonna be a tough one. Okay, you let me know when you make a breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you in six hours. Okay. Um, we are moving things along to Tyson McKay. Tyson, what is it that you would like to do now, my friend? For six hours alone? Well, you don't know it's gonna be six hours. You or- know that you have to be at the Sour Shark this evening. No, tomorrow, oh, morning. tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. To go through the plan. Uh, I I look to the flower cart girl and I say sorry about your flower cart. She looks to you and then looks frightened by your presence. You were one of the people in the tunnel along with the giant rat. So. <gasps> I apologize. Mouse, the giant mouse. Sorry. Wait, is there anything left of her cart? No, but it's absolutely it, obliterated. It's underneath the ground. Oh. It fell when you did that pass wall. Right. Give her money. I was gonna mend it, but I forgot it was at the bottom of the underneath. Hmm. Give her money. Give her money. That doesn't solve everything, Dabbledob. It's all my problem. I, I ask her. I say, "How how can I make it up to you, ma'am?" That's okay. Your companion already did. The good-looking gnome one. She says it'll be fifty gold. Fifty <laughs> gold. <laughs> She's making a killing today. I say, "Well, surely there's something I can do to help you out." Um. I mean, there is, but no, it's okay. I, I couldn't ask you to do that. No, no, name it. Tyson will do it. And I put my hand out. I'm saying, I'm Tyson, by the way. Okay, uh, she looks at you and shakes your hand kind of uh, shyly. And she says, truly, it's, it's, it's nothing. I, I appreciate your help, but, um, but you should really get going. I, I imagine the guard are probably still looking for you. They did come uh, by here asking about a human and a, a metal man. And a large mouse. That's okay. I can handle them. Um, and then I try and persuade her to to tell me what she her her problem is, like the issue. Okay. Um, so you're, you're gonna have to role play it for me, and then roll a persuasion, which is charisma, please. 
Okay, I say no. It's it's okay, ma'am. I I have uh, have some spare time, and uh, I like to help. What can I do? And I roll. Holy fuck! Twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Um, what's funny is I hear him click the dice roller and then, then go, oh, fuck it, 27. I was like, I don't trust it. I mean, I, I can't trust it anyways. Can't see I have a very much. high charisma, and I rolled a 19. <laughs> what do you get as a plus? So you get a plus 8 to your charisma? Yeah, dude. I'm prof- like, I'm proficient in that, uh, the, those skills, whatever they are. Persuasion and, uh, deception. So plus your proficiency. Gotcha. That's all I've got, guys. <laughs> just got charisma. Nothing else. Oh, it's my casting, so. It's funny fine. how you normally talk your way into trouble and not out of it. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> that is true, yeah. Good observation, buddy. You should start using more deception check. <laughs> Ma'am? She's thinking. I had two things in mind, but he's there like... Well, are you okay? I was about to go off to college. Space. I really didn't want to go as a virgin. Cue <laughs> <laughs> the sapphic erotic oh, podcast. Oh god! Cue the what? So I basically erotic podcast. I basically paid her to have sex with me. It's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I feel bad. For who? For her. <laughs> for her. Yeah, mainly for True. her. I haven't showered in weeks, months, <laughs> ever. Years, yeah. Showers don't exist, so I guess I've never done it. It's been 370 years since I showered. <laughs> that explains the mold in your beard. It's not mold. It's weed. It's grass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tyson McKay, you rolled a 27 in a persuasion attempt to get the flower cart girl who guards Alistair's secret trap door to let you know what's bothering her. You offered her help, but she was a little bit reluctant, but upon realizing that you know, this is actually kind of a nice offer, uh, and she is in need of this. She says to you, yeah. well, um, my cart was destroyed, and there was, a, there was many a nice flower there, some of them harder to get than others. And I was, well, some of them are easy. You can pick them around Malvista and down by the water or outside the city, but some of them are quite rare. I had a bouquet of blister sunflowers, and they only grow in a swamp a few hours from Malvista. Typically, I hire quite proficient adventurers to go get them for me because the swamps are dangerous. But if you're willing, that would greatly help me out. Oh, absolutely. I'll do that for you. Just take me a hop, skip, and I'll be there in no time. Can you describe it vaguely for me? (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for that. Draw me a picture, Temple (laughs) 4. Plus 250 experience points. Okay. So. Good thing uh, I give her all that money. Buy all the flowers too for Tyson's funeral. <laughs> so she says, um, about two and a half, three hours north on the trade road, there's a small road which leads to a uh, an out of the way village called Nekin. Outside of Nekin, if you if you travel about forty five minutes, the locals there can point you in the right direction. There are these kind of boggy swamp areas where the trees don't grow so nice, but they do have these wonderful blister sunflowers. They, they have orange in the center, and they kind of transition to a nice yellow. The ladies love them and keep them on their, their windowsills and on their porches, but um, the blister sunflowers are in quite a nasty area, filled with, well, undesirable creatures, I suppose. Enough said. Boom. Teleport. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good to me. Uh, I'll, I'll go get them, and I'll be back with them later today. Okay. Um, 
Well, thank you very much. And, and sorry, you said your name was Tyson. Tyson McKay, mayor of Ryberry. I've never heard of Ryberry before. Well, you will. Don't worry. It's it's a growing uh, utopia. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh. It's a booming suburb. Okay, well, thank you, Tyson McKay, mayor of Ryberry. Anytime, and I start heading on my way. Such okay. an innocent girl that you're convincing that you're the mayor. Okay, so you're going to walk out into the street, or what would you like to do, Tyson McKay? Oh, yeah, I'm full tilt sprinting out of the city. As soon as gotcha. I get out of, as soon as I get a view of her, do you have like, a, look like a, a weirdo or something? <laughs> <laughs> look like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> okay, are, are you, uh, yeah, are you disguising yourself at all? You're just running out into the street. Watts out, picks up one of those glasses with the most nose and mustache. Uh, uh, never find me. Do I have a hood on or anything? Yeah, I'm just asking, you know, for spare reasons. Just yeah, I can imagine the reasons. Can you? Describe them to me vaguely. <laughs> vaguely. <laughs> oh, can I just teleport outside into the, like, the fields outside of Malvista? Sure. And you can try. No, he's yeah. seen the fields before. Vaguely. No. Vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't seen the docks. I think I'm familiar oh, with them. Would you say you're familiar with them? I don't know what the levels were again. <laughs> I'd say I'm like the third tier. I've, I've Would you say you're the third tier without knowing the tiers? Would you? <laughs> Would you say that? Okay, yes. Tyson McKay. Um, <laughs> if you've seen casually viewed once or have a description of, uh, you're probably not very familiar. I'd say you've seen casually. Okay. So the, the second tier, I think, would be fair for the area outside Malvista. You guys spent a good amount of time. Here's the thing. It's not that far. So, I mean, if I'm off a little bit. I'm still going to land up somewhere near. Uh, yeah, off-target is fine, but, like, similar area means you could just end up in a different field somewhere that looks like the field outside Malvista. That's so, yeah, true. but what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> the field's of Ryberry, my home. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this quest, I'm going back to governing. <laughs> Politics is my true passion. <laughs> Finally, you use my could charisma. You, could you roll me a, uh, a D100, please? A D10 and a D10. That is 83. Fantastic. Okay. So, Tyson K, you are very much on target. You disappear wow. from your spot, popping out of existence and then back into it when you land, feet firmly planted on the ground, in the green fields outside of Malvista, the city walls behind you, the wind kind of picking up and uh, blowing your... Are you wearing, you're wearing a cloak, correct? Not really a clothed guy. No, no. You have clothes. Just... Okay, the wind is blowing the grasses <laughs> along the ground. Cloak or not cloak, imagine it how you will. The wind flows through your pubes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fresh air. <laughs> and then I'm going to use another spell that you guys don't know I have yet. It's called telepathy, I think. Yeah, there it is. Telepathy. Thanks for sharing. And uh, so I can create a telepathic link between myself and a willing creature, which I am familiar with. I think if anyone knows Fievel better than me, they're lying. I'm not willing. I think Rioff would have uh, <laughs> something to say about that. Are you, you're, forging, you're doing telepathic bond or telepathy? Telepathy. So it lasts for 24 hours. I can just talk to him. <laughs> I can just talk to him. Share okay. words, link, uh, images, sounds, and other sensory messages with one another through a link. Gotcha. Okay. So, Tyson McKay, you cast the spell Telepathy, a level 8 evocation spell that has a casting time of one action in a range that is unlimited for those mm -hmm. of you listening at home and for everyone mm -hmm. else at the table who Does that know. do three-way calling? 
<laughs> no, so fun fact, it can only, only work on the same plane of existence. <laughs> <laughs> only if your mobile provider allows. Yeah, for the Standard friends, messaging friends rates plan. apply. <laughs> which no one else applies. Um, okay, uh, so, Fievel Mazentrov, you are currently sitting on some eggs of a robin whose tree you cut down with your moonlight greatsword, and you he- feel an ebbing presence at the edges of your mind trying to enter. I, uh... Let the whatever presence happen. Very trusting. <laughs> He's like the Robin's trying to talk to Could me. Could be a great evil presence. Could be a good guy. Either way, I'm down for the ride. Get inside me. <laughs> Get inside my mind. A few moments later, Fievel, a telepathic bond is created between you and Tyson McKay. Your mind's linked so you can share thoughts, images, words, and otherwise. I think of rat porn. <laughs> God. Okay, so if you have images of rat porn begin to cross your mind, they're clearly not your thoughts. Is it hard too PG for you? <laughs> no, I, uh, I say, Fievel, I need your help with something. Can you fly over to me? And then I give him, like, an image of where I am. I'm kind of busy hatching some eggs here. <laughs> oh, God, did you get the dragon eggs? Or Drake eggs? I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> Quail eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some some robin eggs. You know, just just doing my part as a beast master and stuff. I, I mean, I think the robin can take care of that. I'm no expert like you, but uh, that'd be my assumption. Alrighty. So where are you? Well, I give you an image like of where I am, like the fields yeah, so, outside. So, so if you have, well, you see the fields outside of Ryberry, the grassy uh, areas. Of Ryberry. <laughs> oh, my God. oh God! I teleported too far. <laughs> Way too far. <laughs> Thinking of the mayor of Ryeberry, but so if you have, you receive an image of the fields outside of Malvista, uh, the city walls high, the banners flying over Malvista, and you also get a sense or a semblance of the the smell of the ocean, kind of uh, spraying up onto the mainland. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll start flying. Why don't you tell me what I'm flying for? We gotta go get some flowers. You kidding me? <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> I am not, but I I would greatly appreciate a ride. <laughs> Look, pal, if you're just trying to get some, uh, I feel like there's easier ways in Malvista to do that sort of thing. I'm just trying to repay back for what we did to the flower girl. <laughs> what about what she did to us, screaming, giving away our position? Well, you know, I think I think it was fair. Yeah, well, what are what are the other two up to? I just kind of flew out of the city because, well, you know, everyone hates me, apparently. Yeah, to be apparently. honest. That's, <laughs> that's why I got out of there, too, because that Warforge they wanted to meet was just trying to kill me. Can you believe uh, that? What a uh, dick. Well, maim, not kill. <laughs> I don't know that. He threatened my life, I think. <laughs> okay, so these, these flowers, as much as I don't want to do this, I'll... Come on for the ride, but <laughs> as much as I don't want to do this, <laughs> this journey is under protest. Uh, I'll I'll buy you some some nice some nice gouda when we get back. You know, you make it a uh, some blue cheese and you got yourself a deal there. I'll get you all the moldy blue cheese you can eat. Good, good. <laughs> okay. Too bad it was that, that restaurant that you barreled through. <laughs> That's the only place oh, they no. had blue cheese. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> That's not canon. Don't write that down, people. No, it was a cookware shop. Regardless, <laughs> with the new packed forge between Fievel and Tyson for blue cheese in exchange for 
getting blister sunflowers from a swamp outside of Malvista. Our heroes are on their way. Uh, Tyson McKay, you're roughly one kilometer outside the city of Malvista, so you can see the large city in the distance, and you're still on the, the grassy plains outside of it. Fievel lands but a few feet from you, kind of transitioning from a flap into a gallop on all fours, the large 16-foot-long mouse folk companion at your side once again. What would you like to do? I stare at the the city, and I pet Fievel, and I say, we could take that someday. Yeah, wait till Chopper gets you, and... Or rain terror. <laughs> I I hop on his back and I uh, I explain which way we're we're going to the swamps outside of Malvista. I point at some flowers on the ground and I say, "Look, I found them." No, 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 those aren't it. Those are not no. the ones. <laughs> Do you even know what they look like? <laughs> yeah, blistering sunflowers. Yeah. Sunflowers covered in blisters from rubbing up against the other sunflowers. Exactly. And it's the prettiest thing ever. It's so beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. Alrighty. I Honestly, though, does he know what a blistering sunflower looks like? She said they have a dark center with a vibrant orange that transitions to yellow. And she said they're. And it's a, yeah, it looks like a sunflower. I don't think they're returning from this probably, <laughs> probably the only half decent looking thing in the swamp. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're making this way more complicated than it has to be. <laughs> God damn it, Dabble Dob. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't touch me. I didn't mean to hit you. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tyson and Fievel are back together yet again, both having experienced some trauma, I think, given the, the circumstances that occur within Ryberry. But you guys have a quest for some blistering sunflowers. What would you like to do? I say that way, Fievel, and I point towards the swamps. Alrighty, I tear up the dirt of Malvista and I start taking off. Okay, so Fievel, using the grasslands here as a runway, begins to leap forward and launch himself into the air. Our two adventurers are flying towards the swamps outside of Malvista, near a small town a couple of hours away, shorter by air travel, no doubt. Dabbledob and Gregory, the Warforged, are sitting inside Alistair's lair. Gregory's getting some modifications done. Uh, a Warforged component added to his shoulder, and Dabbledob is attempting to read Ari the Gambler's notebook. I think this is a good spot for us to leave it for today. If anyone has any questions, comments, or concerns, now's the time. No? No? No, I'm good. No, no? I think we're good. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool stuff. Well, thank you so much, guys. Fantastic episode. A blast bringing this latest one to all the people listening at home. Hope everyone's doing super well. Uh, be sure to check out our sponsors, Die Hard Dice at dieharddice.com and Elderwood Academy for really, really cool hex chests, codexes, as well as those super fun D20 launchers or dice launchers, catapults that you can get. We certainly had a blast with them. Hope you guys enjoyed the latest episode. Thank you so much. Whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, we just want to say thanks so much for listening. Take care and have yourself a fantastic day. I should get a dice catapult mounted on my shoulder. Ooh. I can feel more in character. Then you can finally attack Noah. Just, just shooting and, and, at and that Noah. <laughs> at you, I don't like your rolls. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs>